This is Wisdom by the Sea podcast, the space for thought-provoking messages to inspire, motivate, and elevate you to live your best life. Listen as you start your mornings being present and mindful. Set the tone for your day or close out your night with words of love, affirmation, and support. Learn how to release stress and tap into the power of love. Elevate and master your mindset for a more harmonious and balanced life. It's an exciting journey as host, author, and poet Fiona Wright takes the lead. Good day, my beautiful one. I hope things are blessed in your world. Things are truly blessed in my world. And I really want to express heartfelt gratitude for the latitude of love. The last 24 hours, I came face to face with a violator, intruder, culprit, thief in my house. I'm now aware of what it means to be protected and what it means by, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know the rest. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll stop there. That verse was not just a a great recital piece for me. And it became a command placed upon my life to know I can undergo anything and call upon my support system. That's always there. So after sharing my harrowing experience with family, neighbors, friends, and associates, the word brave kept coming up. The first one to use the word brave was the sergeant itself, who, himself rather, who was the first person that I spoke with after the capture of the intruder. And so while I'm sharing with him, you know, what I experienced prior to calling the actual police uh, to catch the thief, he said to me, you're a brave woman. Perhaps while in the state of it just happening, what I told him was the reason why I had to be brave is that someone came into my home. This is my safe space. And they attempted to violate the sacredness and sanctity of my home. I was super annoyed, maybe angry to a degree, but more so annoyed at the mindset of an individual or individuals who make it a mission to take, steal, rob, and violate innocent people. It made me want to defend myself, my home, and my space. It made me act accordingly, you know? It made me do what I needed to do in the right order to number one, survive, you know? And then number two, to really act and defend what's mine. So yes, that looked like bravery on the outside. Calm, cool, collective, and strategic. But what it felt like on the inside was a little different. Yes, I was startled, frightened, fearful, and shocked. 
But all in all, I recall thinking, I'm not alone, I have support. I leaned into that knowing that it's just real like breathing. I have support. It allowed me to hear the small, still voice telling me what to do, how to do it without losing myself totally into fear and panic. This trust in the creator whose rod and staff is available to comfort me did just that. And as I look back at this experience, I recall a few practical lessons as well. I'd like to share a few of those that hopefully if you're faced with a situation, a grave valley situation similar to this, that you'll think about using some of these uh, practical um, lessons that I pulled out of this. Number one, um, keep your mobile phone charged at all times and keep it close to you at arm's reach. If you're in a place or a space that requires Uh, the purchase of data for your phone. In other words, if you have a phone that depends on just Wi-Fi, in case you have to move from the Wi-Fi tower or strength, the data on your phone can still help you in terms of being able to make a phone call, etc. Number two, save critical phone numbers. Um, Phone numbers for the police, emergency backup, for friends, you know, that person who will answer the phone at three in the morning, just make sure that you have a list on speed dial on how to reach those important people. Uh, Number three, find time to plan an emergency exit should you become faced with an unfortunate situation that includes the violation of your home or if you're at a space, a public space, look for the exit signs, Uh, just things like that. Kind of pre-plan your your space. A lot of times when we're in our safe space, our guard is down as well as it should be. This is the place where you should be your most comfortable. And But ahead of that, ahead of being comfortable and vulnerable, be sure to plan out your space. Know where you can go to, to hide or, or to, to take cover in case something happens. And also be able to go into a space where you can call for help. Uh, number, the next thing is don't panic. Fear can cripple our thinking and skew our actions. In my situation, even though I was fearful, I didn't allow it to take over. I was mindful of my breathing. I was mindful of keeping my head in the game, this ugly game that I didn't start, but I wanted to make sure I was going to win. I maintained control and I acted accordingly. The next thing is, I talk a lot about this, that you always have support. And I truly believe this to be a fact. And I know this to be true for me. And this is how I function in life in order to live at optimum level. My incident showed me just how supported I am and will continue to be. It first began with an intercession from the spirit. I was able to hear the voice from the Most High showing me exactly what to do. First of all, the Spirit woke me up, right? Woke me up and said, wake up. And when I woke up, it, I had the presence of mind to look, to see, to assess, all in matters of seconds and to act accordingly. 
And so it didn't give me time to panic and freeze. I just went into action mode. But this was because I maintained control and paid attention to support that we often get from the Most High and from the Spirit. Just getting that nudge that tells you what to do. Also, support really showed up after the fact where I had calls and visits and ongoing support from family, friends, neighbors, associates, the authorities. I mean, the outpour of love and support was beyond what I expected. And speaking of support, uh, I guess I could nudge this one in. Because of what seemed like bravery on the outside, I kept hearing bravery every time I spoke to somebody else and they said, wow, you're so composed. Um, the bravery word kept coming up, but it was more so having confidence. And so the confidence showed up as bravery. Uh, but the more confident that I became, the more confident that I am, as I expressed that to everybody else around me, that they were able to gain some confidence rather than stress and, you know, start to worry because the fact is this is not the greatest experience that anyone should have to go through so yes the 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 natural instinct is for us to worry and start stressing and feeling uncomfortable in our own homes you know because we've heard the, the 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 horror stories so this is a real thing but for me i was able to and I, and this is the next thing gain perspective this experience, as I mentioned, could have easily crippled me and crippled me even afterwards to be uh, panicked and, and to create anxiety attacks. Because if you don't deal with it right up front, it could linger as anxiety. I would be fearful for going to sleep. I would be um, skeptic around being, being around people. Um, you know, the, the, the trust factor would just die, you know. But I refused to live that way. And once I got through this experience, the first night going to bed, truth be told, was work. I had to put in some work. My mind field was pretty active. My detective mind was pretty active. I felt like a bulldog hearing every sound, every movement and Allowing that to happen before resting is not is a recipe for disaster, right? Chances are I would be up all night hearing all kinds of things. But in having the mindfulness, which I did, I recalled all the steps that I'm sharing with you now. And I allowed my mind to go through everything about the preparation, about knowing I have support, about knowing that I will be fine, that all is well and it will continue to be so. I leaned into this. And so, yes, that looks like bravery, but this is leaning into the fact of knowing who you are and knowing whose you are. That's what gave me confidence. And that's what can give you confidence in your valley moment. So as I move forward, I do want to give thanks for being able to act and react from a position of strength, not from a position of weakness and fear.
uh, acting from a position of strength helps to activate the power that's already inside of you. And I am a witness that this really works beyond words. This really works in that valley moment. So today, as we think about valley moments, we can always remember that even in the moment of terror and fear, that we can call on our support system. We can call on our creator, the creator of our very being. We can activate the power that's within us and allow the support to just show up and guide us in this moment. So I do want to give thanks to the creator. I want to give thanks to the universe. I want to give thanks to the rod and staff, the staff that shows up as everything. I use everything to help me, but that just goes to show that support goes beyond, beyond. And tapping into beyond, beyond is how we get through these valley moments. So thank you for being a support system. And if you're in a valley moment, just know you can call on a support system to continue to help you get through. Yes, we survived and we can survive valley moments. I give thanks for this message. I give thanks for wisdom by the sea. I give thanks for our guiding support of angels and our honored ancestors, which we can call on even in these valley moments. And I also give thanks for you, for you who show up for people who need it. I... I'm loved and so are you. This is your sister in spirit, Fiona. I'm sending you lots and lots of love, one big love. And as always, I send you peace.